Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the scenes of horror movies? For this Halloween special on Strange Darkness Radio, we discuss cursed films. to Strange Darkness Radio with Bobby and Tony from the Podbeam Network. Hey, we're back. A Halloween special. This is Bob. Uh, this is Tony. Hey, what's up? So, yes, we want to give you guys, a, you know, a little Halloween special um, in between, you know, our shows just to, uh, you know, uh, for all you uh, creepy uh, Halloween goers out there. Man, spooky season. Exactly. So what we're doing tonight is a little special on the behind the scenes of uh, particular movies. So we're going to cover um, the Poltergeist and we're going to cover um, the Omen, um, two of the, you know, well-known, uh, creepy and strange and somewhat horrific um, situations that happened during the filming of these movies and even after. Yeah, which is ridiculous because I think both movies came out in the seventies, right? Uh yes, yes, yes. So, yep, yep. And The Exorcist also came out in the seventies too, right? I believe so. The Exorcist, I'm not sure. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I think it. I think it, I want to say it was around seventy six or somewhere around there. Um, that was I, a decade of just weird ass movies coming out. Yeah, man, there was some man, there was some <laughs> creepy movies, whatever. Especially you know not having the special effects. And, and, and oh, it's yeah. funny because now we have all these special effects and there are, you know, some good horror movies out there. But still, man, those uh, movies, The Exorcist, The Omen, uh, Poltergeist, mm-hmm. man, those movies still hold true, you know, to this day as some of the creepiest, uh, you know, horror movies out there. So, yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. My grandpa, <clears throat> he got he went to go. He snuck to go see The Exorcist. And when he got home, he said he couldn't sleep for about a day and a half. Because how scary it was at that time. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I don't think I ever saw it actually at the theater. I couldn't even imagine that. But no, my parents would not let me go to the theater. I would definitely have to have uh, sne- sneak to uh, to catch that flick. But I saw it at home. It was it was scary enough for me, you know, just being at home, just chilling, you know, still. Yeah, it was crazy. And especially when, when there's movies like this, if you put me in that time, if you put the extras in the time now, and have that same effect it did on people back in that time, I wouldn't be able to see for about a day. Mm, yeah, I get I I'll get freaked out too much. I I'm, I get scared easily. So, oh okay, Mister Mister Ouija board and uh, yeah, I, all I get, things yeah, paranormal. Just, you actually yeah. get you get scared. I, I, do. I can't see that. No, I, I I really do, bro. Like you can come up and sneak up behind me and just touch me, and I'm screaming, bro. Straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Okay, we might have to. Uh, you know, it's, get, it's, get get somebody to uh, scare you during the actual uh, recording. That way, you know, we can catch that scream live on the air. I got to record that. But um, but yeah, but uh, let's get into uh, the poltergeist. So um, let's go ahead and get into it. When you said they're here, who did you mean? The TV people. Do you see them? Do you? There's something's funny going on here next door. Listening to Strange Darkness Radio, coming to you worldwide, broadcasting to all corners of the planet. Yeah, man, the Poltergeist, man, I remember that I did see in the theater, and that was, man, I was, I was scared that night for sure. Yeah, I didn't see the original one in theaters. I did see it at home at a later age. Uh, the they did have a. Um, uh, prequel, not prequel, but a remake. I think like 2017, mm-hmm. maybe eight, 16, yeah, some shit 16. around there. And that wasn't really that great, you know. But yeah. 
was uh well it was a total of three movies that were that were done Mm -hmm. um and all the drama and things that we're going to cover um on this whatever relates to you know how the movie was shot why things happened the way it happened as far as you know uh you know when uh certain deaths because two of the cast members were actually you know killed one in the third filming the third uh, movie and then one filming uh the second movie so um so yeah so let's go ahead and uh get into some of this craziness coincidental cast deaths Perhaps the most enduringly buzzy aspect of the Poltergeist movie legend is that so many of its cast members, including two of the child stars, died unexpectedly after the film was released. The first instance happened when Dominic Dunn, who portrayed Dana in the original film, was strangled to death by her ex-boyfriend in the driveway of her home in 1982, at the age of just 22. Then, in 1988, child star Heather O'Rourke died at the age of 12 from cardiac arrest after experiencing septic shock from a congenital bowel obstruction. She completed filming on the third installment of the Poltergeist franchise a few months before her unexpected death, but the film had yet to be released at the time. Although other cast members would later perish from more natural causes, the expiration of the film's two young actresses caused many to speculate that their involvement with the supernatural movie had something to do with their untimely demises. Yeah, so that that's crazy. So uh, for and again, I understand, you know, that it was, um, you know, her boyfriend for Dominique Dunn, a domestic situation, um, you know, then he took her life. But it's just the oddities of being, you know, of the things that occurred during the filming of that movie. And, uh, you know, then for the child star to be misdiagnosed with something. uh, Because, again, a lot of people, man, even me, I was like, you know, I heard she died of pneumonia, you know, during filming, you know, and. um, Yeah. You know, and I was thinking, you know, because there was a lot in that particular episode. I think there was a lot of like water scenes to where she was like, uh, remember, it was like um, it was something in, in a uh, underground uh, under um, cover uh, car garage or whatever to where they were filming a lot of water scenes or whatever that was yeah. happening, you know, with that. And so I was like, oh, man, I was wild that, you know, she ended up getting pneumonia. And how did they not know, you know, that she was getting sick and so on and so forth. But it was actually something totally different, you know. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like. Is it is it a coincidence or is it really a curse on the that's on the film? But I mean, to me, it seems like it could be a curse and a little bit of a coincidence. Yeah. Just because you're you are you know bringing forth all these bad energy and bad juju that when you know what what would have said it wouldn't happen if they didn't do the movie. Yes. You know if they if they didn't if they didn't do the movie would it have been you know, that these people have, would have died the way they died or they would have kept on living. You know, um, it's really it's really hard to say. We will never know. Yeah, that's hard to say because obviously they say um, she was born um, with a, a, a congenitive, um, you know, birth defect or whatever that somehow clogged, you know, her bowels and, um, you know, that. So, uh, you know, I don't know what area she was at the time. Was mm-hmm. it that she wasn't her normal um, doctor that was seeing her? You know, um, so I'm not sure about all that, but it's just, you know, for her to die at a young age and, you know, then for the other girl to die, you know, by the hand of her boyfriend at a young age um, during the filming of going into the second movie for her. um, Yeah, it it was it was just odd. But again, there are more crazy and creepy things. Let's get into it. On set oddities. Poltergeist 2 star Will Sampson, who was a real-life shaman and portrayed Taylor the Medicine Man in the sequel, performed an actual exorcism on the set of the film to rid the sight of alien spirits. He died a little over a year after the film's release from complications associated with a heart and lung transplant. And during filming of Poltergeist 3, actress Zelda Rubinstein was troubled by a photographic light blur that occurred during a photo session of the actress, leading her to believe that the pic was taken at the exact moment her mother passed away. The production of Part 3 was also an explosive one, as a garage that was to be used for filming caught fire after plastic fake ice poured onto prop cars ignited into flames and injured three crew members. A fire chief responding to the scene told the Los Angeles Times, a ball of fire chased everyone out there. There was black smoke all over the place. This was all supposed to be done with the best of taste, but somehow it got away. The cause of the mishap, he said, was unexplained, since the crew on set were amply prepared to pull off the shot correctly when they began working that night. Yeah, so that's wild. One, you have a real-life shaman. Because I didn't know that guy. You know, I thought he was Native American, obviously. 
um, mm-hmm. you know, in, in that movie, you can tell. But one, I didn't even know he passed away. But two, um, for him to actually do, uh, you know, an exorcist, yeah. you know, uh, on the set to um, get rid of, you know, bad spirits or whatever yeah. he was exercising, um, that's wild, you know, period. That, that Man, I, I don't know how people, you know, end up doing that shit and then think that there's nothing wrong with doing it when you, when you're bringing up all these spirits, man. And then, you know, I, I, I don't know, bro. It, 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 it blows my mind yeah. to sit back and witness an exorcist while you're doing a movie that contains a, a demonic presence. Yeah. You know, it, it just it makes no sense to do it. But I mean, some people do do it to get, to get, um, to some people do do it to, Kind of banish the bad spirits away, but I mean, does that yeah, it's really like, work? yeah, ex- exactly, yeah, yeah. Which, which, um, you know, there's a lot of um little um rituals that people have during uh movies, movie shoots, the starting and the ending, you know, that they do um during it, whatever. Some, you know, uh, do it with sage, and they um, you know, go across whatever set and in their area, whatever with sage. I mean, look at Kyrie. With basketball, he went back to the Boston oh, Garden yeah, and used, year, yeah. yeah, and used sage or whatever in the Boston Garden. That didn't help him at all. But, mm-hmm. um, but, but yeah. So there are little rituals that go on. But I mean, you know, by him doing that and then passing away in nine months, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, I don't know things catch up to you. But uh, hopefully, you know, and then the whole fire situation and the the uh, fire department talking about there were fireballs that were you know chasing them out of the uh area to fight the fire and stuff like that it's, that's wild man that's crazy and then for the native american guy you know the way he died was just really just an act now i don't say accident but it was you know doing surgery for a uh, heart lung transplant mm. so it was in the middle of that that he passed away so it's like you know uh, yeah yeah it's like <laughs> You know, you, know you, you, do, you do the movies and you do real life stuff behind yeah. it. And then, you know, seven months later you die. So it's like, come on now. Is that, is that really, is that darkness, you know, that, that followed him uh, from the movie? Yeah. Or from, from the uh, exorcist he did perform? Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, but again, there are things like that's coming up in this next one that even made matters much worse. Let's check it out. Real Skeletons. Achieving authenticity in a Hollywood production can be tough, especially in the sci-fi horror realm, but this might be taking things a little too far. You know the scene when the freeling mom is thrown in the muddy pool and all these corpses start to float to the surface around her, causing her to scream and freak out? Well, if that reaction seemed especially realistic to you, there may be a reason. Actress Jo Beth Williams revealed during her Reddit AMA, when we were shooting, I thought the skeletons were fake. I thought the prop department made them. But later I found out they were real skeletons bought very cheaply. That really grossed me out. Talk about suffering for your craft. That's wild. Now, I would be, man, she, I don't know if you remember the scene when she was, you know, it was really muddy, all the Mm -hmm. bones and all that stuff. Everyone thought that those were fake, you know, just props. The doors were opening and everything, bro. Exactly. And uh, you're sitting in in there with uh, actual, you know, bodies and who God knows, you know, who those people were or, you know, what the circumstances of their Mm -hmm. deaths, you know, even were. And then the whole, you're playing, you know, out in the movie that this was done on a burial ground and yet you're using, you know, people, human yeah, remains, yeah. you know, I mean, that's, that's wild. That's crazy. Um, so I'm surprised. You're asking for trouble right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, Disneyland and um, Pirates of the Caribbean, there's this part where obviously it's a, it's a water ride. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you float through and then all these scenes happen. Yeah. But there's a bed and there's a skeleton. I think it's implanted in the, um, in the back of the bed, the head, the, the back head, whatever the the um that that you lay on, you know the um the backrest, the headboard, okay, the headboard. The headboard. Uh, I think it's in there, but that's supposed to be a real life skeleton as well. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Again, people, you guys are gonna hear my uh, strange darkness tea that I'm uh, sipping on from time to time, so you're gonna hear the clinking, you know. But that's how we do it late night. 
which is kind of weird to have a real life skeleton head in a you know Disney ride. Oh, for sure, not even a question, man. That is wild. But um, you can't just get a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Can I get a real one? Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. But you know, that's the thing about uh, these movies. Um, is it the bad energy, or is it just happenstance and us? You know, just weird circumstances that you know happen during filming based upon the amount of people that you have and just everything else or is it you know the movie being cursed based upon the situation but never leave never use um live you know um remains um you know from uh actual people opposed to something that you can just use as far as whether it's plaster whether it's just you know whatever you know to uh create because that's Man, that was some wild scenes or whatever. That must have been a couple of, probably about four or five, six bodies, you know. To not even know that you was you was next to dead bodies. Yeah, that's wild. The whole time in 2006 is when you found out. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, oh, not, not in 2006. She said that in 2006, you know, sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, another one, too, is... Well, who um, who knows when she actually found out? I mean, it, it might have been down the road because, again, she wasn't trying to do that. You didn't want to tell nobody. <laughs> exactly. You know, like like the uh the movie um the the Ouija. Okay. Yeah. It came out 2017, 18, no, 16, mm-hmm. 17. Um, and that one takes back back in the 80s, I believe. But you know, in the movie they're using a Ouija board. So are they using a real Ouija board to pretend like they're using a real Ouija board well, to the point that you're conjuring up shit? Here's the thing, or is dude, it like, about you know a Ouija board. A Ouija board. Anything is a real Ouija board. If you can um, spell it out, if you can uh, draw it with a crayon, if you draw it with a marker, if it's, you know, printed out by, uh, you know, Parker Brothers, it don't matter. If the whole setup is there, it's live action. You know what I'm saying? You you, you know, as you know, again, because I don't mess around with it's them. It's live action when you start the yes. process of planning. Exactly. So it could be like, you know, you're starting up a new, you're starting up a reaction to like the spiritual realm when you're when you're doing it on TV and you're doing those motions of you know yeah. what they what the Ouija board does, the planchette does, you know, that could be on those sets of movies, you could be opening up shit that you know you didn't even know until you get home and then next you know the lights are flickering, you know, your uh uh your paintings and pictures is falling off the uh the wall. Exactly. So. And then, and then, you know, it's like, what's going on? Why is all this shit happening? And, you know, you go, you go to work and then you're doing all types of demonic ass shit that's going to conjure up all the spirits. Exactly. No, exactly. I had even a, a viewer or a listener, depending on uh, where, you, where you're checking this out on YouTube, um, Strange Darkness Radio, or our Facebook fan page, which is Strange Darkness Radio. But um, a, 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 a listener was like, uh, hit me up in Messenger and said, hey, you know, they have an app, uh, you know, for um, with, you know, to for the Ouija board and uh, you can play with people, you know, online. I'm like, I'm no good. Way. That's crazy. <laughs> for real? Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good What's on that. What's the name of it? You know, I, I have no clue. I don't know. I was like, no, that is I'm crazy. good. I did, what the hell is like a community of Ouija board people? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's 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 how it works out there. But, um, but yeah. So, um, so yeah. That's the whole. Any, any more on poltergeist besides, um, you know, just the overall craziness. You know that. Uh, you know the the old lady, whatever the short lady. She was like, oh, "This house yeah. is clean." Go ahead. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in in 2009, there was a second cast member from the original. Uh, Lou Perryman, he played a small ca- uh, character named Pugsley. Okay. I don't know. Uh, so he, at the age of 67, he was killed by ex-convict at his own home, killed him with the axe. Oh, damn. That's a yeah, and this is later way on, to go. After the movie, you know, after the original movie. Yeah. So that, that's, that's a crazy ass coincidence, or is it like a kind of a curse that happens, not at the moment of the first couple of years of the movie coming out, but years later, the movie came out, and you still got you still kind of you know got the curse of the poetry guys. Yeah, you know, it could be that you know you just don't know. But who 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 are we to know what what the higher realm is or the higher powers of doing things like this? We don't know. We just yeah. do it, and then you know then we have the repercussions of it afterwards. Exactly. No, that's true. 
That's true. Like you say, bad juju. <laughs> it is for real. Okay, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into the omen. When the Jews return to Zion and a comet fills the sky, the Holy Roman Empire rises, and you and I must die. From the eternal sea, he rises, creating armies on either shore, turning man against his brother, till man exists no more. Now, the Omen, man, there's some wild stuff that went on with this movie. This movie was was out there, period, as far as just, you know, you're talking about um, whether or not, you know, you, you do you believe in the devil or do you believe in evil? Um, you know, before we even get into anything, I want to go ahead and play something that I think um, puts and shines a light on just how much craziness was going on um we're going to play the audio uh by richard uh donor and harvey bernard um and crew members uh recount disturbing events that happened during the shooting and then we'll go ahead and talk about it so let's go ahead and check that out all during the picture there was strange things happening uh, and it was an aura of of not being welcomed. I mean, the devil was really, I really sincerely believe that the devil didn't want the picture to be made. If we had been making a comedy, you would have recalled all the funny, great, ridiculous, silly moments that happened in that film. If you were doing a, 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 a love story, you'd remember all the times every somebody left their wife, no one fell in love, and the grandma dead body, da, da, da. You're doing The Omen, anything that happens on that film, you don't tell about the jokes, you don't tell about the love stories, you don't even think about it, but you think about anything that coincidentally could have been something to do with the omen. So we had lots of them. There were all kinds of incidents during the shooting of this film, and, film, and the newspapers thought we made them up. Peck's plane was coming over, a TWA flight that was a direct flight from LA, everybody was always on, it got hit by lightning. Three days later, David Seltzer was on the same flight, his plane was hit by lightning. I was being let out of my car by Harvey Bernhard out of his car to go into my house. And some guy came along and whammoed the, the door, slammed me in between the two, and miraculously, I, I didn't lose a leg or, or anything. We were in the midst of the IRA bombing all over uh, um, London, and we, would, we had reservations at a restaurant an, an hour before. Uh, Scott's, it was blown up, uh, the Green Park, subway station was blown up as we were walking toward it. We chartered an airplane, a uh, Hawker Sidley. Uh, we had no money. We were going to uh, uh, shoot with it on the ground at this small airport. We got a call from the people and said, listen, we have a full charter that day that if you let us charter out, we'll give you the plane for practically nothing. Well, sure, go ahead and use it. That day they used it and they took off. The plane hit a flock of birds, the engines quit, they lost uh, airspeed, air crashed on to the end of the runway, went down into the street, hit a car and killed everybody in the car, and the car in the car were the wife and two children of the pilot. True story, every newspaper has it, everything else. The omen, the omen. I mean, it, it, it could have happened to us. If we had been shooting that day, maybe it would have been us. We had an emergency landing in, in Newfoundland, and we were carrying the negative. And I, I said, I just don't, I think we're, don't think we're gonna get back. We shot at, at, at uh, the Windsor Wild Safari Park. Um, uh, we shot a sequence with lions that never made the, the screen. The day we left the lion compound to go into the baboon section, the, the guard, was was in the his little booth, I guess left his door open. Two lions came in, attacked him, and killed him. That day. John Richardson uh, was on a, a bridge too far, 
in Belgium. He was our, our special effects man. He had a beautiful girlfriend. He was driving and had a head-on accident and beheaded his girl. And he, John is the one that be, he had invented the beheading of our picture. And so his girl was beheaded and then he woke up and he saw Liège, 66.6 kilometers. That was, that was frightening. We had all these things happen. Are, are they omens? Because is there something bigger? Uh, I say no, it's just an incredible coincidence. Um, there are those that would like to think about it and that it's something more. And when the publicity department at Fox got their hands on it, we all said, yes, it's the omen because we're selling our movie. I, I must admit that at first I thought, well, this is a really exciting idea, but I really don't believe in the devil. Even though I'm a Christian, I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe my salvation depends on believing in, in the devil. I think it believes, uh, depends on believing in Jesus Christ. And I told that to a, uh, a famous theologian I was having dinner with one night. He said, look, he says, if you guys go ahead and make this movie before you are done, you will believe the devil exists. And he was absolutely right, because uh, as I'm sure the other fellows have told you, so many bizarre things happen, it's almost as if somebody didn't want this picture to be made. Because the number one lie of the devil is that he doesn't exist. Did evil win? Uh, if you believe, yes. Did we have a lot of problems with a lot of religious nuts who said you can't have uh, the evil win over over good because it's the devil. Yes, we had that. Um, but if you have those that believe the material as I did, that this was just a lost little child who was adopted in a hospital, um, and that Gregory Peck had to be totally insane at that last moment of his life, or, life for, or, or how else could he drive a knife into a child? That'd be. Then if you had that attitude, then the child lived. And uh, but did, did 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 evil win over good? That's your choice. That's wild. That is that this this movie, the stuff that happened in this movie, you can that goes into is it cursed or coincidence? That's legit. That's I mean, legit. because so much that that happened. I mean, to me, the guy who created the special effect of the uh person being decapitated with this um mm -hmm. plate this sheet of glass, and um, you know, they had it took them forever to get that all you know, situated and set up and even make it happen and look, you know, real. And then his girlfriend gets killed the same way. It's and, the exact um, same way. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's crazy. And then, you know, I mean the the just the the guy getting <laughs> getting killed by a lion. A lion. I mean that's that's wild. You know, I mean that's there was a, so a, much stuff going on. And so to much go stuff. back to the lady that died, they got uh, decapitated. Mm -hmm. uh, he he claims that the, on the crash site there was a sign uh, pointing to the. It was a sign saying um, it was a town called Almond, mm -hmm. six point six kilometers away. Six point six six point six kilometers away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, weird shit. That's crazy. That's wild. You know, period. The the hellhounds they used as you know rottweilers um they were just you know trying to kill everybody on set you know even the trainer um they it's, it's just wild i mean you know they went to the zoo the monkeys attacking everything not mm -hmm. acting normal you know what i'm saying acting sketchy and uh like they they had a sense of something else that was happening or going on you know during um during every time they would they would film and uh man i mean it's just crazy it's just crazy the the amount of things the the lightning strike um, that struck like multiple different planes multiple at planes, different yeah. times you know with different you know be it the director be it the actor be it uh, you know whomever on there it's just wild so mm -hmm. you know you know was you know to me those go beyond just coincidence you know what I'm saying because there's just so many yeah. different things and it's like a lot of uh, accidents that are like lead up to, you know, death and being, you know, life imitating art, you know, dying the same way oh, yeah, as in the movie, sure. you know, that's oh, crazy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, and the production to begin with before it even started was having issues. Um, 
there was reports that uh, <clears throat> that uh, Gregory Gregory Peck's son, mm-hmm. uh, so he shot himself in the head in 1975, just two months before the first day on set. Wow. Which is crazy. This is before the movie even started, you know, that it's already having this bad energy, this bad, you know, juju. Yeah. Uh, to the point when you go into the movies, when you make the movie and afterwards, all these people going through this shit. And, uh, and uh, animals, they're always the first one to kind of like really feel. They have like their senses is crazy because they always feel when something's not wrong yeah. before we even do. Yeah. You know, because when you're at home and say you have like, you know, something going on that you can't see, you know, the, the cat or dog, they're they're acting stranger than they than they usually are. Yeah. You know, exactly. And then you don't even know what's going on until something happens. And it's like, OK, that's what they was tripping about. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, so, so, so again, you know, that, like I said, that particular movie is one of, you know, um, probably the most, you know, out of all the movies even out there, that's just thing after thing. And again, serious incidents, serious circumstances. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and that's just with the first one, you know, not that we didn't even get into, you know, what was going on with the second. And, uh, but yeah, it's always oh, crazy. The remake, had, the remake has similar, not similar, but they have some crazy stuff going on uh, with the remake uh, too. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's uh, go ahead and take a break and we'll be back. Welcome back to strange darkness. That was the quickest break in history. Not really for us. We kind of chill. <laughs> Just a little minute. tinkle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, um, let's get into, uh, uh, you know, uh, you have, uh, Tony, a uh, semi-Halloween story or just a creepy situation that you want to talk about? More of a more of a creepy situation. Okay. So my friend, um, she told me like a few years, it was like five years ago, we was talking one day and we we're talking about the exorcist because she doesn't like the exorcist. It creeps her out just like... When uh, Reagan turns, well, when she when she fully gets possessed, yes, um, uh, she hates that. She hates that scene, and she really doesn't like the movie. Um, she don't like the, seeing the picture of Reagan looking like that. She gets terrified. <laughs> yeah. So, um, she when she told me this, she had read the book probably years before. She was reading the Exorcist book. She said she had to stop because every time she well after she started reading it with some time, you know, I think she was halfway through the book. Uh, weird shit was always, was always happening. The book is probably actually more detailed than the movie. Yes, yes. And she said I had to stop because weird shit will always happen. Things would be moving. I would see people, you know, sh- people moving next to me, not next to me, but on the corner of my eye. Yeah. She said it was just hella creepy. So, I was, so I told her I was like, I want to read the book. So she gave me the book, and I didn't read the book. I I, I was actually pretty scared. I had it with me. I had it in my car for about a couple months. And um, I kept telling myself, read the book, read the book. And I was like, I don't know, man, because if shit started happening, yeah. you know, I'm going to be spooked out. So I ended up giving the book away, which is crazy. Oh, so you <laughs> never even kept... cracked it open? You never, never even tried it? Up. It was in my trunk. It wasn't even in the house, bro. It was in the trunk. Dang. You so, should have You should. You should have tried it. Just to, just to I, you know, I don't, I, I've never read a horror book, you know. I, you know, I never read a horror read book. read a lot of Stephen King books, a lot of, you know. That stuff, whatever, but not, and not the shining when I say Stephen King, um, but, um, but yeah, but no, I've never read, really read a horror book. Well, that might be one you want to uh, read because she said that one. Shit. No, I'm good. crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, now that might be a challenge. So I might, I might have to, cause that might be a challenge just to, uh, cause what if it was just her and her environment? And when you read it, it's like, you know, it's nothing. It's just a book. Yeah, but maybe because her house is already her apartment is already haunted. So, oh, you know, maybe while reading the book in that haunted spot was what made it. You know, the energy get more, more bigger and greater. Yeah, yeah, we gotta talk to her, have her on, man, and uh, you know, get into uh, you know those creepy moments because I mean, you know, again, you know, is it really you know is it really haunted or is it just a situation where you know trick of the light. Um, you thought somebody was passing, uh, couldn't find your car keys because you just forgot where you put them opposed to, um, you know, they were moved or, you know, a ghost was sitting on them, that whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'd be curious to, uh, you know, to talk to her and just to see, you know, um, 
you know, see what's going on, you know, there and what her stories, you know, are. And uh, mm-hmm. if it's something that, you know, she can, uh, you know, articulate to us, that'd be, that would be great. I'm going to talk to her, see if, she, if she's willing. Because <laughs> she's, I have, I have a, actually, I have a whole text message of what happened to her and her kid about a m- couple months ago. Mm. So I got to look back and look at my text messages because she went into detail of what happened and Ooh. what freaked her out, which oh. was pretty crazy. Because I read it at work one day and I was like, holy shit, this is, this is creepy. Yeah. So um, that actually leads us to, um, hey, people out there, call in. You know, we want you guys to call in Strange Darkness Radio and, uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter, all that good stuff. And then, you know, so basically, you know, you can tell your story and, uh, you know, we, we don't want you to be afraid to come on and to articulate your thoughts and everything else. Because, again, at the end of the day, um, if, uh, you know, you don't sound right. Things don't come across correctly. You yelling at the kids in the background to be quiet and all that. We're not just going to play that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to like, okay, that person's probably going to call back and leave a better message and uh, articulate what they're trying to say and what's going on. Then we'll, you know, put it on and play it and all that good stuff. So, uh, so yeah, we want you guys to, you know, go to iTunes, go to iHeartRadio, go to Spotify, you know, subscribe, you know, leave us a review you know, tell us uh, how we're doing. Tell us what we need to, you know, change, fix, or uh, spruce up on. You know, all those good things. And, um, you know, just so we can, you know, keep it moving. Um, you know, just like, you know, you guys don't like telling your stories. I'm going to tell a story that happened to me on one Halloween, uh, you know, night. Um, so just like the same thing, you know, call in and... Uh, you know, go ahead and do your thing. This is what it will sound like. It's time for one of Bobby's short stories. This one actually is a Halloween story. So before Netflix, we had the good old blockbusters, Hollywood videos. You actually had to rent a video, you know, go out, get a VHS tape, slap it in, all those good things from back in the day. So, uh, me and my buddy went out to, uh, get some, uh, Halloween movies, you know, for a creepy night of, uh, movie watching. And, uh, we arrived at Hollywood video. Everything was fine. It was, it was rather foggy that night, but, uh, we pick up, pick out, you know, some, you know, scary movies and all that stuff. Head back to the house. We start going down this long stretch a road, right? Headed back to the house. And in the distance, we see what appears to be like a floating white figure. And we're like, what is going on? What is this? I'm like, dude, do you see that? He's like, yeah, I see it. I'm like, what the heck? And we're going about 15 miles an hour. We slow it down to 10. Cause I'm like, what's happened? What is this? As we get closer, we can see it's a nightgown, silk white nightgown. The wind was blowing, it was rather foggy. We see flowing hair, long flowing hair, all white. As we get closer, we see a frail white lady, very frail. She was probably at least in her 80s. And it was extremely foggy. And it was like she was feeling her way down the street. And we're like, okay, something's up with this. Like, is this real? Like, is this a ghost or is this a person that's lost? Like, what's happening? You know, so uh, being that, you know, it's two brothers and around uh, 1130 at night, we're like, okay, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to just go to the pad and (laughs) go get the girls and, you know, come back and... uh, see if she's still here and maybe get her some help or find out what's going on, you know? So what was weird is she was headed down a particular street and it was like, she was feeling her way down the street. She had no shoes on at all. And we're like, okay, let's hurry up. And, you know, I don't think we had our phone, you know, this is back in the flip phone days, you know, before smartphones and all that good stuff. And um, I don't think we had our phone with us. 
we probably had pagers. This is how far back this is. And um, we, you know, get to the house. We'll tell the girls like, hey, you guys need to come with us. There's this lady. She's walking in the streets or whatever. She is really foggy. She's like feeling her way down the street. We need to see what's going on. Right. So we go back to the street that we were at. And we're looking for this lady. We're looking for lights on in particular houses or whatever, because, again, she's really small and frail. She ain't going, you know, far, fast. And uh, she was nowhere to be found. You know, um, we don't know if she was a ghost. We don't know if she was lost. We don't know if she had dementia and she just um, someone, whoever, you know, her loved one found her and, uh, you know, took her back home. But, you know, I always get caught up in crazy scenarios like this like like the ending is like okay well what happened you know and at that time trust me we were not about to pull over and say uh ma'am can we help you that wasn't about to happen but um you know so like i said we went got back up came back tried to look for a couple streets you know couldn't find her you know and uh who knows man she could have been a ghost never know that was a creepy Halloween story and that was actually on Halloween night so it could have been couldn't have been somebody playing a prank only because trust me it was not makeup she was extremely old and there was no kids or no one else doing any trick-or-treating around that time at that particular um in, in that area at all actually so who knows I'm out so yeah, that was my Halloween story back in the day. I want to say that was probably somewhere in the 90s. Um, but also, hey, I want you guys to uh, go ahead and leave your own story at 916-741-3032. Just again, drop it on the Strange Darkness Radio hotline. And if you want to go ahead and just uh, send us an email and uh, tell your story that way and we'll read your story and all that good stuff, you can... Do that at strangedarknessradio at gmail.com. And then also you can hit us up on IG. Tony, you got that IG handy? Yeah, man. Strange Darkness underscore radio. Yes, definitely. Hit us up. You know, you know, hey, you know, we're again, we just wanted you guys to tell your story and, uh, you know, just see, um, you know, different experiences that are out there. And you might come across some that uh, you actually, you know, um, will be like, dang, that happened to me. You know, so you yeah. never know. Yeah, you know, it also hit us up on Instagram for any requests of what we should cover, what we should talk about, and uh we'll we'll get that guys get that going for you guys. Yes, definitely. So um for the last topic, I want to cover something that's very interesting. It is seven creepy things that happen to your body when you watch a scary movie. Let's get into it. Seven creepy things that happen to your body while you're watching a scary movie. Number one, your fight or flight response is triggered. Watching a scary movie causes your body to respond by going into fight or flight mode without the viewers even realizing it. It starts a stress hormone flooding the brain. Number two, your heart races, and you may even burn some calories. Some stress hormones get your body ready to either fight for your life or make a break for it. You can burn up to 113 calories in one movie setting. Number three, you get eerily still. Freezing in place, you may feel yourself tense up and freeze in your theater seat while the killer searches the room. Number four, your senses are heightened. You feel like prey. Your body responds like there's a real predator in the room, not just on the big screen. Number five, you might get nauseous or need to, well, excuse yourself to the restroom. Centuries ago, 
when early humans were constantly threatened by predators, this kind of reaction might have helped them make a quicker escape. If you feel some bowel pressure coming on, or maybe an intense bout of nausea, your body may be ready to get rid of excess waste so you can run away. Number six, the immune system works harder. A study from Coventry University compared to the amount of white blood cell levels of normal, not totally frightened control group to the levels of a group watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. For the first time, after watching the movie, viewers had more white blood cells in their blood, higher blood pressure, and higher hemoglobin concentrations, which suggests that the immune system is in overdrive, trying to protect your body while stressed. Number seven, you actually leave feeling pretty good. Dopamine is released as the brain comes down from all those stress hormones, which of course feel warm and fuzzy after an hour and a half of fear. But for some people, experiencing a sense of risk actually improves their outlook on their lives. Those are the seven creepy things that happen to your body when you watch a scary movie. Yeah, so that goes into why people enjoy you know, uh, you know, horror movies because, uh, makes sense. It, you know, just all those different, um, things that happen to your body and that you feel, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like a skydiver or adrenaline junkie, you know, just that whole, that whole thing or whatever that people, you know, want to, um, you know, be frightened, you know, take mm-hmm. those crazy, you know, rides at Disneyland and everything. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of those, man. You know, See, I, go ahead. It's, uh, it's crazy because oh, I forgot what I was gonna, I had, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man! But no, when I watch movies, I do get clampy. My hands get clampy. Mm-hmm. My heart starts to raise, and I'm stuck. And I'm just like, yes. and it's really, it's really crazy because I look at my hands. I'm like, holy shit! Especially at a tense scene, I'm just like crunching them. And, yeah. And then my hands is all sweaty and shit. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it it, it is, man. It is it is so odd. But in going over all of this um, information, you know, as far as the movies go, um, coincidence or, you know, curses, um, you know, is there things really going bump in the night or behind the scenes of movies? Because, you know, in the whole uh, movie uh, realm, you know, uh, actors and man, they be doing some wild stuff, man. They be, they be, mm-hmm. they got some wild practices and people they be praying to that, um, <laughs> you know, aren't God, you know, that they got some yeah. wild things going on. So, so you never know, you never know, man. You know, it's a lot of deals that are being made with the devil, uh, for some people to be in positions that they're in, you know? So, um, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. So, so it is wild. And, uh, you know, it brings us to uh, a chapter, uh, a Bible chapter verse, which is First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be alert and sober of mind. Uh, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So just because, you know, like 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 uh, the, the, the guy says, whatever, um, the devil tries to create the, you know, the best trick there is to, you know, to he doesn't exist. He's not there. Like these are happenstances mm-hmm. and, and small things, whatever that are going on. But mm-hmm. uh, all the while he's lurking in the background, you know, to 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 do some things, whatever. But again, that's why we're here to figure out and find out what's really happening behind the scenes and what's going on. And, uh, you know, to explore the unseen and all that good stuff. So that's this is our Halloween special, people. So again, so Tony, you know, any parting first words or one. anything? What's up? Oh man, it was, I said first one. Yeah, first one. Again, you know, first work. One. This is all the work in progress, people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said some crazy words and you know read some crazy things and all that or whatever. You know, it's not all perfect, but uh, we're getting hey, there. 
by yeah. episode 50, man, I might sound a lot better than what I do now. Oh, yeah, I, that's gonna be- sometimes when I'm talking to my in person, we talking, I, I, I don't freeze up as, as much. Yes. But for some reason, when I'm here, I'm, I'm always freezing up and it's, it, oh. I will get better. Hey, I will, t- <laughs> will, I will tell I will you guys this with, with, uh, with Tony Carr. Wait until you hear his stories. You talk about a man who will who will bring you in, go in depth, and the detail and the articulation of what transpired in certain circumstances with loved ones, people he knows, um, and everything else. Trust me, you're going to want to hear what that brother has to say. You know for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be off yeah, the hook, man. man. So um, so it, it, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Well, again, go subscribe. Tell a friend. Give us a call. I want to hear from you. If you want to be on the show, hit us up. Email us. We'll schedule a time for you to come on. We're looking for tarot card readers. We're looking for um, psychics. We're looking for people who just have the gift of gab and actually looking for people to work on the show. So hit us up on uh, strangedarknessradio at gmail.com or on the IG page or the Facebook fan page. We're everywhere, man. We're everywhere. Please please don't forget to... uh to leave a comment on uh, oh no rate us on uh, iTunes on iTunes wherever you guys iHeartRadio Spotify Mm -hmm. we're out there we're everywhere we're worldwide we got a lot of listeners I want to thank all the Australian listeners I want to thank the Swedish listeners I want to thank the listeners from Japan I want to thank the listeners from Canada I want to thank the listeners from California everywhere I want to thank everybody for listening and taking the time out uh, to let us uh, grace your radio, stereos, homes, cars, all the above. And, uh, you know, more to come. You know, man, I don't even know what the next show is going to be about, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be good. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, man, it's going to be great. Exactly. Can't wait for the next one. Yes. Strange Darkness Radio. We're out. And again, we don't have the presidents today because it's a Halloween special. You'll hear from them on the next show. Peace.